I just make sure that I'm going to commit a crime, that I just stop going to the dentist after a certain point. To me, what's strange is she's missing both hands. You don't only have unsolved crimes. You have ghost stories all happening around this one place with a really terrible history. This week on The Brothers Grimm, Brian discusses the eerie mystery of America's most haunted lake, Lake Sydney Lanier in Northeast Georgia. On March 1st, 1950, groundbreaking of Lake Sydney Lanier began. In 1956, Lake Lanier became a reservoir when the Beaver Dam was created. It was created to control flooding of the Chattahoochee River, provide hydroelectricity, and provide water for the city of Atlanta. In 1966, 10 years later, when the water and land around it settled, the Lake Lanier Association was formed. They addressed safety and the value of the property around the lake. When the lake was being built, six churches and 15 businesses were torn down and moved locations. Most were made of wood, but the brick and mortar constructions were left to flood by the rising water. 20 cemeteries and their remains were disinterred and moved elsewhere. Most small private cemeteries were not all able to be moved before the water rose. Small towns such as Oscarville, Georgia, and Ferries, Landmarks, Bridges leave a trail of decaying remnants of a lost era. They were just flooded. They never, you know, they're just left there underwater. Under the water? Underwater Of Lake Lanier? Of Lake Lanier. Does that also mean that there's a bunch of floating dead bodies around? There, uh, there have been, not necessarily from that, but oh my God. just over the years. A lot of dead people buried under Lake Lanier, apparently. Apparently. Yep. And you can only imagine what kind of just disturbance that can create. Mm. On April 1958, two women left a gas station after filling up and not paying. After leaving Gables Roadhouse, they approached Jerry D. Jackson Bridge on State Route 53. The two women drove off the road. This was not known until several decades later. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So, so two women. Yep. They leave a club. Yep. They get gas and don't pay for it. Then they drive off, off the road into the lake. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew about it? Nobody knew about it. Nobody went looking for them? Nope. They were missing. They were considered missing, but they were not. They had no idea where they were. So obviously that means there's no, they, they, nobody knows why they drove off the road either. Right. Not, not at this point. At this point, they're just missing. Two women are missing. That seems like poor law enforcement. Very poor. I mean, we're talking back in the 1950s as well. Well, so that's true, I guess. On November 1959, a badly decomposed body was found floating on the surface of the water by a local fisherman. It was of a woman at the time that could not be identified. There were no hands on either arms, and her left foot was missing two toes. The woman wore dentures, so she could not be identified with dental records. She was put in an unmarked grave at Alta Vista Cemetery. So, so wait a minute. Is this, is this one of the girls that was in the car? At this point, it's not known. They just, there's just a body that was floating on the surface of the water. Just a body coming up. Yep, but it was badly decomposed. You know, I've always wondered about dental records, because what if you've never gone to the dentist? Do they then, do you have the dental records, period? Or if I just make sure that I am going to commit a crime, that I just stop going to the dentist after a certain point, and then my dental records are not on file. 
Well, that's kind of the same thing as like fingerprints or DNA. Like if 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 you've never been registered before, then that's very true. So essentially, yeah, if you've never been to the dentist, then you don't really have a dental record. But people aren't trying to burn people's fingertips off; they're always pulling people's teeth. Just wondering. Just curious. That's Anyways. the first place I'd go. Most people are uh, have gone to the dentist at least once in their lifetime. This is true. So this is true. I suppose at the end of the day, it just makes things a little harder if there's yeah. no dental records. Yep, I'm sure it does. Definitely sure it does. Because that's usually probably their last resort. But she also wasn't. She also had no hands. Yep. Which means no fingerprints. No hands. There were two toes missing on her left foot. That's weird. Why? I don't know. Why are you gonna take the hands and and leave eight eight toes? One would think. And this is all separate. This is all. Yeah. This is this is almost a year or a year and a half after. Um. After they went disappeared. After, after those two, after those two drove off the. Yep, because they disappeared in April 1958, and then in November 1959. So mm. you're talking a long time before they found, before this body showed up. Locals believed it was Delilah Parker Young due to the fact that she had been seen as a ghost-like figure after she disappeared. Stories are told that she appeared to be lost, searching for something. Years passed, and the legend of the Lady in Blue grew and became a rite of passage for students from Dawsonville High School who were out to see the ghostly apparition of Delilah Parker Young, the Lady in Blue. Why do they call her the Lady in Blue? I'm guessing her ghost it was seen with a blue dress on. It's probably similar to the Lady in White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So Blue, they, that's an interesting color for a ghost. It is, but they see her on kind of on and around the bridge just at night, and it's even till this day. People say that they still see her body or see her ghost. Is this the same bridge that the two girls drove off of? It is. Oh. It is. Local authorities had no idea of what happened to the two women. No car could be identified. Details were faint until November of 1990. Renovations and expansions of the Jerry D. Jackson Bridge began after it had endured many decades of wear and tear. Workers began to dredge under the bridge and made a remarkable discovery. They found a 1954 sedan full of mud and other debris inside, along with the bones of a second female from the crash in April. She was identified as Susie Roberts. The dental records confirmed the identity. There was an unmarked grave for the first body, Delia, at this point with Susie Roberts' remains found. They finally were able to label an unmarked grave as Delia Parker Young and the Lady of Lake Lanier. So we got Susie Roberts confirmed. We have Delia Parker Young yep. as, wait, so Delia Parker Young, are we suggesting that she's the unidentified yes. woman? Yes. The lady in blue? Yes. Oh. Yep. So the lady in blue was unidentified until this point, until they found this, because she was last seen with, um, with Susie Roberts. Wow, and that happened... 40 years after? Yep. 40 years after her body was found, they finally found the car, the 1954 sedan, and the body of Susie Roberts. Interesting. There's no, there's no reason why they drove off the bridge. No one knows why. There's no accident record. Well, if it's a bridge, there's like rail, guardrails up, right? You would think. You would think that somebody would have noticed that there was a giant hole missing in the guardrail. So then can you still see the lady of Lake Lanier today? I mean, does she still appear? People say that they still, that she still appear. Like um, students, seniors from the high school, they say they go out there and they try and find her at night. 
unfinished business. Yep. To me, what's strange to me is she's missing both hands. Did it happen in the accident? Yeah, that's strange. The miss the uh, a corpse missing both hands. That's not like something that just decomposes wrong. Right. So some theories about that are there are giant catfish that are in Lake Lanier. They say that are you know you know six seven hundred pounds. Um, ate her hands and two, say they may have ate toes. her hands. Um, you know, there's just other mysterious creatures under the surface of Lake Lanier. There are mysterious creatures in Lake, Lake Lanier. That's what people say. What kind of mysterious creatures? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people think there's some kind of like Loch Ness monster. There's just, you know, fish or things under the water on the surface of the water that pull people down, act like they're drowning. But Lake, Lake Lanier was a man-made lake, wasn't it? It was. Mm-hmm. So somebody had to put some mysterious creature in there. Well, not necessarily because it's fed from a river. It is fed from a river, from the Chattahoochee River. Uh, but many people say many near deaths or drownings have been described as feeling of being held or pulled down under the water surface. It could be the phantom hands that she's missing. Ooh. That's a good option. The question I would want, and I, w- I would want to see the autopsy pictures to see, are they clean cuts? Or are they jagged? There are no autopsy pictures of all this. The bodies were too badly uh, decomposed. Well, did the autopsy report say that the hands were cleanly cut off, or they ripped off? It doesn't say. Yeah, but but if it was in the if it was in the lake, and even if it was clean cut, decom- decomposition would have started happening on on the hand, Very uh, true. on the, the nubs, if you will. The catfish theory seems plausible. Catfish are scavengers; they eat everything. Or the lady in blue is a an old ghost, older than our two female drivers that drove off, and and they saw the ghost and swerved. That's what I like to go to. Yeah, definitely could have been. Um, it's a good one. You know, and maybe that ghost is there trying to say, "Hey, we have thing. We have people down here. You know, they need to be." put to rest yeah because the lady in blue it could i mean if there's if there's sunken towns there's no telling i mean there's no there's even no telling that that may not be an old corpse yep yep and the thing is is there's so many records of people seeing this apparition seeing this ghost the lady in blue or the lady of lake Lanier, that it's hard to deny that you know there isn't something going on there it's also meant, worth mentioning that uh, there's no telling what's floating down the Chattahoochee. Oh, absolutely. It is. It is quite disgusting. Mm. Anybody who's gone tubing down it probably can attest. Yep. August 25th, 2012, a 16-year-old Gainesville High School student's body was found. In 2012? In 2012. Ooh, that's recent. Yep. And there's a lot, since 2017, there's been a lot of just recent, just mysterious death. My God. Yeah, it's wild. The previous day, Hannah Truelove went missing from her mother's apartment complex. Her body was found in a wooded area near the water's edge near the complex. A resident found the body stabbed multiple times, but the actual cause of death could not be confirmed if it was from the stab wounds, but it was clear she did not drown. Didn't die by stabbing. Didn't die by drowning. Yep. I think kind of out of options of how she might have died. I know, and that was all on the coroner's report was just those. How close to the lake? It was right on the water's edge. It was kind of, so if you've ever been around like a wooded edge next to the lake, there's still trees right there on the edge and there's a, usually a drop off. I believe it was right there. Mm-hmm. 
Before she was murdered, Hannah posted several tweets of her dissatisfaction of living with her mom in the apartment complex, and also possibly there being a stalker living in the complex as well. One tweet she posted stating, I'm so scared right now. After exhausting all resources and interviewing neighbors and other locals of the apartment complex, authorities suspended the investigation and no arrests were ever made. The case is still a grim mystery today. Makes sense. Look a little bit, then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, old rule of thumb, stop looking and you'll find what you're looking for. Yeah, there was just, there was no murder weapon. There was no, you know. Well, there had to have been some murder weapon. She was right. stabbed. But there, there was nothing found at the at the crime scene or where her body was found. Was she thrown into the lake and then she just washed up on shore? I don't think so. Um, it's kind of hard to just, to figure out, but it was near the apartment complex. It was right there. It wasn't far from the complex. Interesting. I haven't been to Lake Lanier, but I don't think I want to go now. Yeah, it's there's, there's many, many stories. January 5th, 2015. Buford man Kelly Nash woke up at 4 a.m. not feeling well and having flu-like symptoms and told his girlfriend Jessica Sexton that he should go see a doctor before he went back to sleep. Jessica Sexton woke up at 7.30 a.m. She found that Nash had not taken his ID, wallet, or car keys with him. By the afternoon, Nash still had not returned home. Sexton called the police, and when they arrived, it was discovered that a 9mm pistol was missing, but no other of Nash's belongings were gone. A large search for Nash took place involving friends and family, a $50,000 reward for any information leading to his discovery. No trace of his whereabouts could be found at that time. Eight months after he went missing, a local fisherman found his badly decomposed body in Lake Lanier. He still had on the pajama pants and dark shirt he was wearing in bed. His body had no major trauma except a single gunshot wound to the head. No one knows or understands why he went out with his pajamas on in the middle of the night with no ID or his personal items. Why was he near the lake? Did he commit suicide? Was foul play involved? Or was it just a curse of Lake Lanier? The case was never solved. It was just ruled a suicide. I'm, I'm going with suicide on this one. Well, it all depends on where the bullet hole was. And where the gun is. It bullet hole was in his head. Well, where in his head? Side of, side of it, front of it, back of it? It didn't say. I think you could probably put the gun really wherever you wanted to put it. True, but there, it, there are hallmark locations for suicide. True, but the authorities just ruled it a suicide. So where was the gun? Uh, it wasn't with him. He was in the lake. Many near deaths or drownings have been described as a feeling of being held or pulled down under the water surface. There are cases of children dying from strange, unfathomable, horrific accidents. There are hundreds of stories of mysteriously missing people and deaths all throughout the history of Lake Lanier, making it the most deadly and haunted lake in the United States. See, that, that, this is interesting because you don't only have unsolved crimes. You have ghost stories. You, I mean, all happening around this one place with a really terrible history. Oh, yeah. I mean, even from inception, like when the lake was being built, I mean, they just took over cities. Like there's towns and cities under the water that are just sitting there. Now, did, 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 that's interesting to me. Did they like clear, try to clear the cities out? They did. They cleared them as much as they could, but because it was being fed from the river, the water began to rise way too fast for everything to get to be moved out and to be cleared out. So what do we think? Do we think that uh, 
do we think that that the lake is haunted by the towns that are gone? Do you think there's a, a curse on the lake? Maybe. I mean, the disrespect um, of the graves that are there mm. because some bodies weren't moved. Maybe that's having an effect on it. Um, just mysterious wildlife that's, you know, marine life that's underwater. Um, there's been footages of people catching these massive catfish. Uh, How big? How big catfish are we talking? Like five, six hundred pounds. I need like a, I need like a I don't representation. Mean, I mean. Like bigger than me? Yeah, probably three, four times your size. Oh my God. And they have a theme park there. Yep, there is a uh, there is a water park. What? Yeah, yep. Lake Lanier Islands Beach and Water Park. I know about Lake Lanier Islands, but yeah, there's a water park up there. It's it, they. Uh, Are there any reports from the water park of anything? I don't, not that I know of. Nothing mysterious as of the water park. Is there only like a, a, a certain stretch of road, or maybe near the uh, maybe near the bridge that seems to happen most often? It's just at the um, at the bridge there. Where the lady in blue has been seen, mm-hmm. the Jerry D. Jackson Bridge. Now I kind of want to go stake out the uh, the bridge. Yep. Pop a tent. It's creepy, man. There's a lot of stories. We're kind of only scratching the surface of really everything, but these, you know, the background history and possibly why, you know, it's called the most haunted lake in America. Yeah, I would imagine so. Sounds like it has a really dark and tragic history. Absolutely. Someone should make a movie about it. Where, where, where would you start? I have no idea, but it sounds like a movie I'd want to go see. Heck yeah, I would. It would be super cool. I kind of get like an Ozark feel. Oh, yeah. Uh, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. Ozark or an outsider's feel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, absolutely. This episode was written by Brian McIntyre with discussion from Jeremy Thompson and Joey Thompson and was recorded at Starscream Studio. Grayson over at Starscream is an incredible producer and engineer, so be sure to visit starscreamstudio.com for all your tracking and recording needs. Additional audio support by Will Compton and original music composed by Nick McClure. Be sure to subscribe, and when you do, drop a line in the comments and say hi. We want to hear your grim stories, too. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next episode.